Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. I hope you guys enjoyed 40 Days and 40 Nights. I hope you enjoyed the, the, our podcast about it more than anyone could possibly enjoy the film. Because <laughs> it was god-awful. Well, the film was mostly just, um, I don't know, I don't remember there ever being a story in the Bible about worshipping Josh Hartnett's dick. I hope not. I, I I don't know how religion would have such a hold in the world if the stories if that's what they were about because maybe I don't this want can be the new New Testament Whew, about man, Josh Hartnett not. and his dong. That's just a sad, sad state of affairs, and I don't think anyone's going to fill those pews for that particular brand of religion. Get on your knees, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. All right, so this week, um, thank you guys so much for going through the Twitter and talking to us. Yeah, thank you guys. Whatever you guys want to do, telling people about us. I see you guys in the podcast we listen to group. Please guys... spread, spread the word. If you like us also, please go on iTunes and give us a review. That helps us tremendously, so that's what you could do for us, please. That's what you can do, and we'll pr- continue to try to explain these movies to you. We're doing our best. And this week, we've got a doozy. Um, we did... Uh, we decided to go back to the 90s, kick it back to the 90s, give you guys a classic, My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah, Julia Roberts, kind of the queen of the Ultimate rom-com. chick flick lady. She, she's kind of the queen of like the night. She was the first real big like rom-com, mm-hmm. like just ruler of the rom-com world, I feel like. So we oh had yeah, to go she was the first one. OG rom-com lady. We had to do it up. So uh, like I said, we did My Best Friend's Wedding. It's uh, filmed in 1997. Oof. Or released in 1997. Yeah. Uh, starring Julia Roberts, Dermot Mulroney, Cameron Diaz, and Rupert Everett. Oh. Now, I will tell you, for a while, I had a lot of trouble discerning who Rupert Everett was and who Dermot Mulroney was. In the movie, when they show the one... They're twins. They show the one, I don't know which one she talks to first, the They're gay twins. one. She talks to the gay one first. Which is Rupert Everett. And then they cut to the other... Oh, wow, see, I thought it was the other nope. way around. Then they cut to the other one, and I'm like, is this the same guy? Why does he have a southern accent now? Okay, it's the weirdest first of all, thing. Rupert no Everett was, was way more masculine than Dermot Mulroney was. Which one was that? Dermot Mulroney was Michael. Just gay the one, love straight interest. one. Can we and go then there? Rupert Everett was the gay one. That's okay. her best friend. All right. I but he was, was way more masculine and suave and had that swagger, whereas Dermot Mulroney was like... Is his name Mulroney or a Mulrooney? I have no idea. If it's Mulrooney, how do you not change the name Mulrooney? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why I want to call hey, him Mulrooney. Hey, I would like you to hire my client for your film. His name is Dermot Mulrooney. Like, yeah, it I sounds awful. That. It's, it's right going in. I don't All think right. he gets the part. We're getting too excited today because this is a 90 pile second of shit. recap. <laughs> well, they haven't really been 90 seconds. No, but I've been really trying to just 
boil it down to its essence because I think it's funnier that that's not the movie that we saw. IMDb description we'll yeah. go with. So, 90, uh, 90 second recap. When a woman's longtime friend reveals that he's engaged, she realizes she loves him herself and sets out to get him only days before the wedding. Uh, yeah. This is the movie that we saw. That it is was the movie. just painful. It was just br- Yeah, it was brutal. It was this brutal. One. Those 90s rom coms were a very, very specific Here's thing. what I don't understand, okay? So they haven't talked to each okay, whatever. Let's we're getting way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I I'm I'm so angry at this movie. My blood was boiling. Yeah. Well go ahead. We don't have to I be was chronological. Fuming. This movie sucks and, and it doesn't matter the if you've seen okay. it, then you know what we're Here, talking about. If not, you don't care what order we go in anyway. Right. You just you, you want us to make fun Here's of it. Here's my so. problem with this movie. Every single situation could have been avoided. Oh yeah. You don't have to be a shitty person. At all. The whole movie. The whole plot of the movie is far-fetched and easily avoidable with right. basic communication. Basic. So we, I do have to bring out this because it was so fucking bizarre. The movie starts out on this really weird music video for Wishing and Hoping oh, by Dusty Springfield. Oh, that was super weird. With the ladies in <laughs> the wedding creepy. dress. It was creepy. The wedding dress and her bridesmaids. And the bridesmaids, yeah. So it's like this woman and she's lip-syncing with Dusty Springfield. Mm-hmm. And it's it was just awful. a soundstage. Well, I think they were background. trying to mimic maybe Bye Bye Birdie. They were trying to go for like a Bye Bye Birdie thing. I suppose, but why do this? So the main lady who's lip syncing to Dusty Springfield, she the bride, the bride, okay. she's a bride. And then there's like the weird uh, bridesmaids and they're dancing around her and whatever. And the whole time I was thinking to myself, I I was like, when did Dusty Springfield die? And I actually Googled it. She died on March second, nineteen ninety nine. And my guess oh, is probably because it. of this. <laughs> just put her right into the... the opening Took of this, her right into her Dusty Springfield. The opening of the movie basically is kind of... There was a lot... There's still movies like this, but really for a while there. God, like 15 years. There was these mo- movies where it was just women unabashedly just obsessed with getting married. To someone just... I'm putting a fucking dress on and I'm having a party and I'm getting goddamn married. Why? Is that something that young women fantasize about from like an early age is that like when no when boys start thinking about boobs you start thinking about weddings is that how it works now i don't know i don't think i'm the best representative for that um mainly well, because you're a girl no but i used to play with fake phones and pretend to be a businesswoman and i, I used that. to ask people to sign the papers so i understand i never really romanticized but you know other girls do you have a sister do, do you think you... i talked about that with anybody was your sister pretending to get married when she was 11? i don't think so okay all right my sister well, and i have never somewhere. well i don't think that we've ever really romanticized about getting married okay but i never i i had a bowl cut so i was not talking about all right. I, I what get my it. friends wanted to get thinking, married. I was more interested in. You weren't thinking that gonna, was your future. I was going to be. What number was I going to be in the kickball lineup? Okay. Well, I understand that. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. More in the tomboy category. Yeah, I was more of a tomboy bowl cut. Interesting. You know, seventy-seven Pete Rose. That was me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Now this, this the credit sequence. So it looks like it looks like the opening sequence of a reality show. It's awful. From like a few years ago. Yeah. Like it's, about some whatever it is, it's terrible. About like a lady who's getting married. That's what yeah. it's like. It's awful. Well, we cut to this busy restaurant almost immediately and uh, we see that uh, we see that Julie Roberts and I think the gay friend was there. Yeah, right? that's the and that's Mo That's Rupert Everett. That's Rupert Murdoch. That's not Mo Rupert Everett. <laughs> what did I call him? Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> 
He's not Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch is, is not in this movie. Not, that might have made this movie a yeah. little bit tolerable, that, but no. Well, Rupert it would have made Murdoch. it funnier anyway. It would have, uh, you know, I don't think Rupert Murdoch can, could act, and I, I don't know why Julia Roberts would want his advice on anything. That would be not great advice, probably. Be aggressive. So here be she aggressive, is. Be aggressive, kid. Oh, that's all I got to say. Get in there. All right. So here she is, our girl herself, Julia Roberts, and apparently, I guess she's like a restaurant reviewer. She's a she. It's so fun. Again, this is another movie with jobs that don't exist anymore as jobs. She's a food critic that everyone's very, you know. <gasps> yeah, but doesn't she have like a book? That's what I mean. A food critic with a book that doesn't exist anymore. Oh my god! No, no, no! I put it all together. There's all like, the all the Julia Roberts movies go together. Do Her they? Her book deal is Eat, Pray, Love, and then she's in Eat, Pray, Love later, which we also have oh, to watch. Oh, Jesus. Maybe. That's possible. I, that's going to be mine's probably going to be <laughs> that's watch terrible. and then bludgeon myself with a sharp object. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to get through that one. Uh, another another one, though, now she's just a whiner on Yelp. That's all she right. you know. That's not a, a job. They're all this. food critics. There's like two food critics in the whole country. So... Um, we hear that, I guess, she's like a restaurant reviewer or food critic or whatever. She's not real clear. Everyone in the restaurant's hanging on her opinion of the dish. Yeah, they're all being all weird. And yeah. what I thought was that it's very indicative of the time. It's a, it's a boss-ass bitch lady who, you know, because you're like, oh, somebody really important is at this restaurant. And it's a lady. Womp, womp. Like, it's supposed, oh, I think that's supposed to be like the twist. I didn't even get that at all. Oh, I, I thought it was ridiculous because everyone's like, oh, this table is super important. This table is super She's important. A reviewer. This guest is super important. I don't think anybody, the gender matters but at I all. But I think that they're trying to set you up that like, oh, I we're in, we're looking that. at a person of power and, huh. oh, it's Julia Roberts. I never got that at all. I, I, I said important person, what's going on? And then when they were like, she started talking about it and I realized she was a critic. I never even thought about the gender mm. thing once. I just thought. I don't know. I I got that vibe off of it because they kind of like showed her and she was just like, oh, I'll have this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it seemed more like, I don't know, it just seemed more like they were trying to like shock you with that. I think it's, you're looking for something where there's nothing. I don't think I'm looking for anything. I, I think, think I'm just that pointing out that. I don't think they're trying to go for a shock value of yeah. like, oh, like, you know, like it's so preposterous. Yeah. This was that time I feel like where they were like, Ladies have important jobs too. Like they I, were trying I to like really. They were trying to show she was important and uh, like and as a food critic. I think that's all they were trying to do was mm-hmm. trying to say like, oh, mm-hmm. she's a big, she's an important, doesn't matter, like, a big time food critic that they care about. That's all. Now all of a sudden she brings up on her weird cell phone. She had a call. Oh, from, the giant cell phone. Yeah, her cell phone. That God, those cell phones. I don't miss it them. It was a big one. Um, she gets a phone call from Dermot Mulroney, Mulrooney, whatever the fuck oh. his name is. She gets a phone call from him. I can't believe he was a movie star at one point, that guy. And it, I agree. He's the goofiest son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And she just got done talking about saying, oh, that was my Michael. Gross. My Michael? What the yeah, hell is these that? These people, are they're not together. No, they're not together. But friends. she's like, that was my Michael. And we hear her whole little sob story about how we used to date, but, mm-hmm. you know, I am a cold-hearted bitch, and I didn't love him as much as he loved me, and we've been best friends ever since. Yeah, that's the typical garbage. Yeah, yeah. typical bullshit yeah. where you're setting up that there's going to be a weird There's going to be a will they or won't they. Yeah, it's there's going to be, yeah. yeah. So they're trying to set that up, and then it's funny because she's talking about, she's like, well, we made a pact that if we were still single, unmarried, by the time we were 28, that we would marry each other. 
And she's apparently three weeks away from being 28, yes. which I will say, absolutely not. I do not believe that. I will believe that before yeah. I believe that Rizzo is in high school. But you know what the funny thing is? I was thinking about the year. She probably was about 28, Julia she Roberts. She does not but look She does not look 28. No, she looks 43 on a I good thought day. she was like 37. You know, in yeah. whatever, 30, in her mid-30s, not yeah. 28. Which no disrespect, J-Rob, but... None of these people look like... The, he doesn't look like he's 28 either. No. Which, Mulrooney there doesn't look like he's 28 at no, all. No, not like a, at all. A goofy... I don't know. Yeah. So now she starts hyperventilating and freaking out because she's like, oh, God, he's calling me about this goddamn pack that we made. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, what am I going to do? He's going to propose to me and being all weird as she opposed was, to just yeah. trying to figure out, like, oh, I wonder what the hell. Because he hasn't called her in forever. Yeah, a month. Yeah. Well, she, no, has, she hasn't returned his she call. She hasn't returned his phone yeah, call in a month. she's been busy. Oh, by the way, and he answered the phone, hey, beautiful. Yeah. Gross. They definitely have a weird, creepy relationship. Yeah. It's like too overly and sexual. And especially since we find out in like 30 seconds, he's like, yeah, I'm getting married. It's yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Why did you just answer the phone like that? Talk it's about so fucking weird. confusing. Yeah, it's really weird. They they act like brothers and sisters who are, have some weird incestuous relationship, <laughs> don't they? It's yeah. like they're very brother and sister like, but they're you're very like, Donnie and Marie Osmond. But like, <laughs> you get that out of them, Donnie and Marie. Yeah, he's I don't a, feel like they're fucking Donnie he's and Marie. A little country. Yeah, well, they're a little bit something. I'll tell you that much. But, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I get I get an incestuous family vibe out of these two. Yeah, I, I definitely really do. do too. So we find out that Dermot Mulroney is uh, going to get married. He's head over heels for this girl and for he, all the wrong reasons. He said, and well, I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I don't know. The weird part about the girl, the thing that stands out the most to me about this, is her father owns the White Sox, Ugh, like terrible. the Chicago White Sox. Terrible. They could have picked a fictitious. Uh, they should have made up a fictitious sports team. And had the father on the spit. We know that Jerry Reinsdorf owns the owns the White Sox. Also owns the Bulls. It's the same guy. That's a real team. They talk about Frank Thomas, who does not exist in an alternate universe. Yeah. This is not like this is easily checkable. You can't just give him a, a, a yeah. team and say he's the owner of that team. It, that doesn't. Yeah, work I me. agree Make with up that. Another team. And then also too, I mean, that's despicable. As soon as you you can't marry somebody whose father owns the White Sox. Gross. Oh, I'd, I'd marry someone whose father owns the White Sox. Yuck. I don't care if it's the White Sox. I don't Sorry, care guys. I'm Tampa, a Cubs fan. I don't care if it's the Tampa Bay Rays. It doesn't matter. It's a major league sports team. What are you kidding Yuck. me? Especially if you're a sports writer. This dude's into it. It's perfect. No. So J-Rob is devastated. She's absolutely devastated of that course. her Michael is engaged. And I just, I thought it was so weird that he's like, yeah, I'm totally in love with her for all the wrong reasons. I don't know what she meant by, I don't know what the. I was like, uh-oh, here we go. So while he's on the phone with her, he says, yeah, so we're getting married, and we're getting married on Sunday. And she's like, yeah, Michael, it's Wednesday. It's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? You, so you only called her 30 days ago, and you're not going to call her again if it's this fucking important? And the weird thing is, too, the wedding is sudden. It was a sudden wedding. Yeah. But they show the, later on when they're at the party for it, the, the, the rehearsal dinner thing. Yeah. It was not a dinner. It was like a lunch. I don't know what yeah. the fuck that was. When they're at that... It's the most elaborate. There's ice sculptures commissioned. It's like, awful. It's like a, it's a party that you would need more than four days' notice to put together. There is <laughs> but, but mass amounts of catering. One of, of the guests licks the because what do they do? 
She's the creation filleting of the star, the David statue. <laughs> yeah. She's filleting the the David Michelangelo's David gets statue. Gets her tongue stuck. And then they're even telling like the people at the party are like, no pictures, no pictures. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that would there would be like a million Snapchats of that now oh, if this yeah, is happening. Like, they, somebody would have a picture of oh, that. Oh, they'd be laughing their ass off. Yeah, here's my be, dipshit cousin. And then it'd her, be on BuzzFeed. <laughs> yeah, here's my dipshit cousin with her tongue stuck. This on person a, was trying to lick David yeah. the David statue. Um, so she, so he says that he's calling her cause he really needs her help. He really needs her to be there for him. And he's emotionally manipulating her. Cause he's like, please, I don't think I can get through this without you. Okay. I would have 100% have been like, well then why the fuck are you getting married? That makes sense. That's a good point. If they're like so in tune with each other and he's like, yeah. please, please. Please be well, there. Well, what for about me. what she does to the gay guy then well, through yeah, the entire that's, movie? That's not worse. I don't know. That's that just guy's got to get on like, planes and shit back and forth. What are you yeah, talking about? She's they pulling lived him in away New York, from... and they are like food critics. They made money. She, he was her editor, first of all. Well, he seemed like he made money. I'm sure he did, but I'm saying the pain in the ass part of it was. Oh yeah, equal but I mean, and, yeah, greater. He, yeah, I'm sure he's a good friend. She was like just... interrupting dinner parties. But he was a good friend. He does that stuff. He's a nice friend. Okay, to well her. then why can't that be for him? Why is he emotionally manipulating because her? Because he's like, please, I need. Well, she you. does the same thing to the to the, her but friend. But it's different why is that when George is your girlfriend because George is like that's that's her gal pal. Gal oh, pals do that for each other. I see. Yeah. Okay, so they're not, they Gal can't pals be do that for pals each other. that help each other out. The Mulroons and no. Julia Roberts. J Rob and Mulroons. No, that's you a whole. You are really getting a lot of gender things with this one. You, the thing in the restaurant. I'm telling best, you what this neither is. Neither of these things. Okay, okay. Makes no sense, but all right, sure. I'll go along with it. Makes a lot of sense. I don't think so. It makes a ton of sense. I think it's the same thing. No, Either because, both well, okay, I wouldn't. If my girlfriend was like, in Chicago and I was in New York and she called me and she was like I need you to get down here I'd be like come on <laughs> yeah, can't I'm you not solve your anywhere. problems yeah. <laughs> like I would just be like, oh, like I live in another not city not right now yeah like, you, it's no. your fault that you went to Chicago I, you yeah. didn't have to go that's yeah that's you moved to a different town you have your own wait your... did she oh yeah no no or did she from is she from there I, I she lives in New York she, she flew into yeah did oh, they here. meet in college, Julia Roberts and her buddy here? The I Mormons? don't know. I don't remember. They're not from the same place because he has a southern accent and she only... She has like a Cosner Robin Hood thing going on where every once in a while she's got some twang in her, in her accent well, and then sometimes does she that. doesn't. So she asks Mulroons, do you ever think about our wild night in Tucson, which no one ever has had a wild night in Tucson mm-hmm. unless you got roofied. You're trapped in your hotel room because there's nothing to do out there. So yeah, maybe weird I was going to say, happen, I guess. there's nothing to do there. And maybe you accidentally roofied yourself or... Weird things could happen in Tucson, And also, come at me, Tucson, because I don't fucking care. I went there and it's boring as shit. Nope, they don't care about it. Nobody cares about it. Sorry, Some people Tucson. are really diehard Tucson people. I don't know I, how. I don't think they have access to the internet, those people. So don't worry <laughs> well, no, about it. I had a bunch of friends who like went to U of A and they're obsessed with it. Oh, well, they're idiots. Hope they're not listening. If you are, you're an idiot. Whoop. Thanks for listening. So now we meet our American Hugh Grant, our Rupert Everett, uh, what's his, Doppelganger? We got the yeah. Dermot Mulroons. And... Don't confuse me. This is Mulrooney, right? The yeah. straight one? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to make sure. So now he finally shows up. Um, they meet each other up at um, O'Hare Airport. Yeah. Same haircut as 
They have literally the same haircut. Mulrooney and And they have a lot of the same features. Oh, they're identical. The one's taller. The gay one's taller. That's all I know. So J-Rob and Mulroons are meeting up at the airport. All right. And here we meet the little perfect girlfriend, the 20-year-old Cameron Diaz. Yes. Cameron Diaz back in the day. Different Cameron Diaz. 90s Cameron Diaz was nice. Yeah, she was okay. She was nice. She was nice. She seems she's funny sometimes. Something the older Mary. she gets, the wider her mouth gets. Well, and I got a problem with that. I am not going to comment on her looks, but she, like in a negative way. But she's a she's a tall. No, no, not a negative woman. thing. I'm just making an observation. Big mouth. Yes, very big mouth. But she's in there with Julia Roberts, so her mouth looks like a tiny, tiny little, little, little tiny opening in comparison. <laughs> looks like a pinhole. Yeah. In this movie. So. Cameron Diaz is driving through Chicago like a fucking maniac. Yeah. And and she's, yeah. No, no. She asked her to be her maid of honor. Yeah. She asks J-Rob to be her maid of honor because one of her friends has got something else going on and... It's weird. And it seems Cameron Diaz is coming off as slightly crazy in this scene in the beginning. Yeah, it feels like... She's the crazy one right yeah. now. I'm like, oh, Cameron Diaz is evil or crazy But no, we just find out that she's a dumb golden retriever. It's weird, too, because when they get in the elevator and then she stops the elevator when Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz are in the elevator together and Cameron Diaz stops it, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah she's crazy. This is, she's going to be like, listen, bitch, I thought she was going to take out a razor blade to Julia Roberts' too. throat. Like, listen, you stay away from him, goddammit. But yeah. turns out she's actually nice. And well, Julia Roberts is like openly trying to steal this goober. So, yeah, because... Cameron Diaz is driving like a crazy person. I thought like that was like waterboarding J-Rob into being her maid of honor. I suppose, but it seems like that's just how she drives. I would have said yes to anything that she fucking asked me to do if I even yeah. got her to stop driving like that. So, Julia Roberts, though, her whole plan is to go here and steal this guy. Yeah, Julia Roberts' whole end game here is that she's, I guess, going to be Cameron Diaz's maid of honor, but she's going to break them up and steal back her man. Yeah, she's evil in this movie. Is she, though? She's going to someone's wedding so she can pretend to be her, their friend, be their maid of honor, and but steal their fiancé. But she wasn't intending to do that part. doesn't matter. She's doing it. She's, ste- she's trying to ruin people's lives. Yeah, that's evil. It's not cool. So Cameron Diaz, immediately their introduction is that she looks like this sweet little thing. She's got blonde hair, looks very prim, very proper. And she says to Julia Roberts, she's like, oh my gosh, I've heard all about you. I'm so happy to finally meet you. And, you know, Michael just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And I'd be like, good God, if you bring up that fucking Julia Roberts chick one more time, I swear to God, I'm yeah. going to lose my shit. Well, she's trying to be cool and she's trying to I get Well, yeah, because she's 20. She's trying to hope that she's not trying to steal her, him from her. But yeah. You know, Julia Roberts, of course, is... I don't like Julia Roberts in this movie. She's selfish. No, she's a jerk. She's terrible. Every chance every chance she has to redeem herself and be honest, she completely throws in the garbage. Every time. She's awful. This every whole time. Movie. I don't understand why awful. we're supposed to like her. Again, this is another movie where I, the main she's character... Honest. She's what? Because she has, a, she has a full, honest growth. At the she very end of the movie. She's going through a very dark time. We're watching her through a very dark time. Yeah, but you can't be a dick for an hour 25 and I'm supposed to like you still because you might redeem yourself nope. in the last 20 You've minutes. You've had she moments gave us like no, that. But she gave us no like ray of sunshine, no bit of hope. Every chance she had to fuck up, she fucked up. She could never once just say, 
I'll do the right thing this one time and then change she did, her mind. Though. When? When she told Dermot Mulroney what she did. That was the end of the movie. Yeah. It was the very end. So we cut to them getting their... Here, okay, so I'm only prefacing this because it's actual, like, important things to note. Cameron Diaz and Julia Roberts are getting J-Rob sized for her maid of honor dress. And then um, she's, you know, goes in the other room in her bra and undies. And she's oh, talking God. on the phone with her gay guy friend. Rupert Everett, Mulroons breaks in to the dressing room and she covers herself up like he's never seen any of that before per their wild night in Tucson. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mulroons says to her, you look really good without clothes on. What the fuck? Yeah, that was a creepy line to that's say creepy. to somebody. Yeah, that's kind of So weird. now we're already 0 for 2. He's called her, hey, beautiful. Oh, yeah. no, we're 0 for 3. Hey, beautiful, of course... Oh, by the way, I'm getting married. Of course I think about that wild night in Tucson all the time. I think but, about it all the time. Let's just say their relationship could use a boundary or two, I think. A lot of boundaries. Uh, you know, just a few here or there in the sexual realm mainly. And then this is when J-Rob and Cameron Diaz are in the elevator. And they basically yeah. just get together and bitch about Dermot Mulroon's. Yeah. That he is, snores yeah. and I broke him of cigars in bed. And I was like, cigars in bed? Yeah. He wants to smoke a cigar in bed. What do you want from me? That's weird. I don't know. Maybe. I've never heard of anybody doing that. I, it's not my thing, personally, but I don't know. Maybe he was writing his articles in bed. He has to write. Cheetos he's, in he's bed? He's a sports writer. Another cardboard cutout job. He's but a writer. But he's like a shitty... Yeah, but he's still a writer for a magazine. He's still, like, he works for his dad's garage. He's still not like the shipping and receiving guy down at the plant, is what I'm saying. That would be... More real. Everybody's got to be a writer, a doctor, but he a only lawyer, covers college a publicist. Games. It doesn't matter. He's right? shot for the middle and clung there. Yes, but that's still not going to an office nine to five every day and I having guess. a job where you're like, yeah, so I, I'm in the HR department over at, you know, whatever insurance company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's cardboard cutout job. Yeah. He's got one. So Cameron Diaz um, stops her. Stops the elevator, and she's just like, hey, listen, uh, Michael Dermot Mulroons loves you so much, and blah, 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 and, you know, I'm going to hate you for the rest of my life because I'm never going to be like you, and I felt like it was really threatening, and I was like, awesome, we're going to have a weird, intense rivalry between these two. Yeah. But then Cameron Diaz is like nothing but nice to Julia Roberts for the rest of the movie. Supportive. Best friends? No, she tries to be very nice to her. I, I don't know. She seems like a nice person. That's the thing. That's why Julia Roberts is so terrible. Yeah. This is just a nice person who wants to get married to somebody, and she's trying to come in from the outside and destroy it. It just makes yeah. no sense of why this is the this is the protagonist of this movie. Yeah, and it's not like she's been working him for so long that she's like, no, 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 no. You don't get to step in now. Julia Roberts has literally never heard of her, met her, yeah. know anything about her, and she's like, oh, hell no. I can see if Julia Roberts and Mulroon's, I can see if their relationship ended because Cameron Diaz stole him from her. And then she's like, oh, hell no, I'm going to go get him yeah. back. Fuck that. It's not like that. This yeah. is just some single guy that Cameron Diaz met, and, and, they, and he asked her to marry her, and she yeah. said, yes, that's this poor girl. I feel terrible for her. Yeah. So then J-Rob rockets out of the elevator. Because she presses the button and that somehow ejects her forward. 
and she knocks over food and she falls to the ground and Cameron Diaz's bridesmaids or her like weird southern cousins that sing they're like they're yeah. like the two-headed person she calls them the slut cousins from Nashville or whatever Oh my god, yeah, that's right, she yeah. did. Yeah, she, they're her. <clears throat> Which they do, they literally come in a room and they're like, get your dicks out, boys! Like, yeah, that's here we go. seriously yeah. what they do, so it's um, apt. So they say, well, here's the bride and the woman she'll never live up to. It's like, what the fuck? How is everyone comfortable with this? I, I don't know how anyone's comfortable with anything in this movie. It's really weird. Everybody's Especially really w- over-involved with everybody else's bullshit. Yeah. Well, women are not like that. Like, if they knew... You're not over-involved with each no, other? No, 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 no. That's oh. not what I'm saying. Oh. We would never... Unless they were breaking Cameron Diaz's balls and being like, oh, and like didn't want her to marry Michael or they were trying to like, you know, bust her chops about something. Yeah. Then that would make sense if they were like really close and they're like, oh, hey, here's the bride and then the girl that they'll never live up to. I'm just joshing you there. Yeah, everybody... You know, whatever. Yeah. There was no, there's no elephant in the room with these people. There's not. They're just like, they're, they're okay with it. Julia Roberts yeah. is, you know, the, Cameron Diaz is a low-rent uh, Julia Roberts yeah. and we all get it. And you know what, Julia Roberts... Thank you for letting our girl have him. Like, that's what they seem yeah. like. They're sitting around with Cameron Diaz as, like, grandmother, and they're like, you know, he used to stick it to Julia Roberts, right? <laughs> yeah. You know that, or he used to put it in her good. Like, it's really Why weird. isn't her dad, like, oh, my God, you want to go out with a college sports writer? Jesus Christ, you're 20 years old. I'm a billionaire. I will yeah. buy you a husband. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. The father seems to genuinely like but Mulroney. Because then they go to the baseball game. He likes in the next scene. Yeah. And literally, um, Julia Roberts gives him a beer and oh, it's the whole time the Mulroons and J-Rob and they're the all thing. flirting Yeah, and then she says something to um, Mulroons and then the the future father-in-law is like you let me know if he's a problem for you that's what like a dad says yeah. to have like a girl that's actually marrying this, oh, the, it's the guy it's super weird they all take Julia Roberts <clears throat> in as like she's part of the family rather than being like why who's this broad hanging around with this you know with and also, future son-in-law Didn't they, creepy why didn't they all if it was my parents they'd be like are you sure you're comfortable with... That's what I mean. No one... That's Nobody does that. They're all just like, isn't it great that they used to have sex with each other? Ah, and like no, nothing could possibly yeah, happen Yeah, it's now. literally like, thank you for letting our daughter win it's, one. It's thank an incestuous you. brother and sister relationship. It's gross. Like, they're brother and sister. Don't worry about it. But they fuck too, you know? Like, it's <laughs> so weird. It's the, yeah. I don't get this whole yeah, relationship. It totally is. And everyone's fine with it. At the baseball game, Mulroons and J-Rob have a very intimate moment. Not intimate as in, like, kissing or anything. It's just very personal, very private. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know why people have these conversations in public, but that's beside the point. This was a great opportunity for her to just come out and say, Hello. Nice to see you. I'm in love with you. And it seems like you're in love with me. So, you want to give this a shot or what? You see, that would have been the most reasonable thing to do, and that would have been the most, out of all other options, the best being to not say anything because you should really not, inter- you know, you should yeah. back off now. But her other option would be tell him right away. She chooses, like I said, to yeah. do the worst possible thing every single time, which is wait till the very last minute when it's most inconvenient. Yeah, after she's already, you know, yeah. last nail in the coffin. This. She's terrible. This was the first time that they, like, spent time together him and her, since they got to Chicago. Yeah. Because they were at parties and whatever. So this was literally the perfect time to talk this about this. This is the this. time. There's no other Because time. they couldn't have talked about it on the phone, because I get it, she still has to process, like, oh my God, what the fuck just happened? I understand that. Right. 
So this was the perfect time to be like, listen, I got some weird feelings going on. Very jealous of the blonde one. Not really sure what's going on here. Because apparently Julie Roberts is not good at expressing her feelings, especially no. if it's of the love variety. Yeah, that's the thing. They they vaguely, for a minute, describe her character as kind of a cold... She's like a very cold, like emotionless, you know, logic-based... Yeah, movie. she's Spock. Yeah, but, but over the course of the movie, she's completely ruled by the whims of her emotions. It makes no sense yeah. the way they set this character up. And then she's like, I need to destroy... People's lives and ruin a wedding she on my emotional whim. So she's not a robot at that point. She's like the most emotional person in the movie because everyone else just can relax for a fucking no, minute. No, but and then the something happened, and then her chip. I get it. Yeah, but has still, compromise. Why set her character up like? I guess they had to set it up where this guy short circuits her, but it just makes her so unrealistic. Why couldn't we bring up the fact that she's scared of love? Back in at the restaurant where we first meet her with her and her friend George. Because, Why couldn't we yeah, talk about that's that? That's true. Well, I, and, you know, Rupert Everett could have been like, oh, I could tell you from a mile away why it didn't work out with the Mulroons. You don't like to talk about your feelings, you stupid bitch. And true. then she'd be like, well, I like talking about food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with these two, honestly. And no. We also could have known, because that's what we bring up at the baseball game. Like, why didn't it work out between us? Well, you didn't really like talk you didn't really like talking about affection or anything like that with me and whatever. She's like, Well, I've changed. Yeah. This is the first time that we hear about that because so far I think she's a fucking loon and she's a wreck. Because no, she's she like, My she's Michael, we've been best friends ever since. Oh God, what if we're gonna get married? Oh, this movie's so bad. We're like eight <clears throat> minutes into the movie. Oh my god, yeah, point. I know it. So I just noticed have, that. Yeah, we have to move along. <clears throat> it's so bad. It's so hard to not It's so bad. It's uh... because now we get to James's favorite part of the movie. Julia Roberts takes uh the Mulroons and Cameron Diaz to a karaoke bar. Oh god, I hate karaoke and we have to like watch people sing well, as badly as possible. It's terrible. And she even took Cameron Diaz there because Cameron Diaz in the elevator was complaining about going that to karaoke. She's like, bars. I don't like going yeah. to karaoke bars. I don't like doing this. Basically Cameron Diaz and the Mulroons are the worst couple. They're not compatible. They don't even like each other no. throughout the whole movie. No. Because they pretty much fight just because she's a nice girl. And the good the good part of this is we're we're only like nine minutes into the movie, but we don't have to discuss that much because every single scene is exactly the same from this yep. point on. The scene at the karaoke bar is the rest of the movie up until the final scene. Yep. Where every scene is Julia Roberts and Mulroons acting like they're so close and they know each other so well. And Cameron Diaz kind of being oddly left out. Yeah. And then Julia Roberts trying to sabotage Cameron Diaz in some way. And it's sort of backfiring and her not taking responsibility yeah. for it. That's the entire movie, every single scene. Yeah. Because whole in, scene, this, whole movie. in this one, in this particular instance, you're absolutely right. Because it is... It's J-Rob comes out swinging. Yeah. Here, we're going to go to the karaoke bar, you stupid yeah. bitch. I know you don't like this. Calls her up on stage. Calls her up on stage, even though she was like, no, 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 she's afraid. Yeah. Then she's like, oh, come on. Ha ha, yeah. Ha ha, sing. Yeah. Embarrass her. And then of... Cameron Diaz belts something out. Not great. No, it was terrible. But the Mulroons just stares at her the whole time like he's like she's like fucking Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Like, he's like, whoa, I didn't know you had pipes like that. It's kind of half that and half, holy shit, you're the worst thing I've ever seen. How did that happen? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm I guess because so she's so cute. It's a weird, like, kind of a what the fuck, weird little range of emotions he's going through, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. 
And then at the end, he's like, that was terrible. Yeah. But you know what? She gave it the old college th- the try. The crowd got on her side because she was obviously scared, but she was going at it still. There's so the no fucking way that a, a bar full of Chicagoans a bar would full be of anybody. super like encouraging of that. I've never seen no one. Whenever you go to karaoke of any kind, it's no one's encouraging like that. Everyone's just waiting for their turn. Hmm. No one's encouraging. It's like a, an open mic at stand-up comedy. It's yeah. terrible. I will say that this part, if this was part of like the date, and I saw like Mulroon's acting like this, if I had to sit there and watch him flirt with J. Rob, and then I had to sing karaoke, I would one hundred percent be done with him. That I. I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there and watch you guys flirt. No, this, this is uncomfortable. This Cameron Diaz is a saint in this movie. She, she really, really is. is. That, yeah. Every scene we go through, you're like, "Oh, Julia Roberts is more horrible than I thought she was," mm. and Cameron Diaz is the nicest person ever. Yeah, because J. Rob stoops to a new low every single every one, scene. and Cameron Diaz is like fucking Teflon. Yeah, to, to almost to an Teflon unreal, Diaz. Teflon. <laughs> that's great. To an unrealistic level, she's yeah. like she she's dirty. I'll do Julia whatever. Roberts. Sure, it's, it's like, fine. It's like like. Batman villain because she even admits fault for something that she didn't do yeah later on in the movie because she's like um, spoiler alert Julia Roberts sends an email to try to like the email that was the most evil thing ever like that was straight evil that wasn't even like and he's blaming it on Cameron Diaz and she's like no I didn't do it that's that's crazy and then she's like okay yeah it's my fault I'm sorry like yeah and she just and it's like no you didn't have to do that yeah. You could have been home free. You're 20. Go. Go. Run. Go. Run free. Prance frolic. Yeah, go. You're a, you're a fucking billionaire. You can go yeah. get your MRS somewhere else. She's literally a, a, a 20-year-old billionaire. That can yeah. do anything she wants. I don't know we, why she's so obsessed with Dermot Mulrooney of all yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Like some fucking college, sports college writer. But anyway, um, so we find out that she's not going to go to school anymore. And for some reason that pisses J-Rob off. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go to college, and I'm gonna, you know, follow him around wherever well, he goes. I don't think it pissed her off. It's she saw an opening at that point. That's when she saw a crack in the in the armor. She saw a chink in the armor at that point. And was like, ooh, I, that's something I can exploit. Hey, you don't want to do that, do you? You want to go? You want to go to school? Yeah, okay. she was trying to cause a rift. That was the only thing. She doesn't oh, give okay. a shit what happens to Cameron Diaz. She's trying to destroy her life for Christ's sake. Yeah, she doesn't care. And. One thing that I do miss, I will say, is remember when they're walking through the China store? Yeah. J-Rob's got that big jacket, that big coat, like the Elaine, too. Oh, yeah, It's like yeah, a big, yeah. like, blazer. The big 90s coat. I miss those. Yeah, that looked comfortable for a woman. I miss 90s clothes. That nice, yeah. I could see a I woman just, being comfortable in that. I just nice. want baggier pants. Just I'm a little bit baggy. It. Just I'm a little bit. I don't need much more. Just I've a little been, bit. You know my th- theory on this. Yeah, yeah, I just want a little bit of le- breathing room. That'd be nice. That's so I can eat it. a bagel or something and not feel like, oh, I feel that. Yeah, I want to be able to put, you know, uh, my keys in my pocket and not have <laughs> it be uncomfortable and ruining everything. And this is how fanny packs start. Guys. Yeah, this it's, is exactly, we're, we're heading in, well, we are in the 80s. Happen. We are in the weird 80s well, that's, right now. That's where fanny packs came from. Pants were too tight. People were like, I have nowhere to put my shit. I know, I'll strap a bag to my waist and then pa- next thing pack. you know, yeah. yeah, loosen up the jeans, everybody. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's better for all Help of us. Help us all. Um, so Julia Roberts is trying to break up Cameron Diaz and Dermot Mulrooney or whatever the fuck his name is by getting him a better job. Yes. She's like telling Cameron Diaz, hey, have your dad get him a job at yeah. the White Sox. <laughs> yeah, heading up their PR. That'll piss him off. 
Well, I'd be super stoked. But he doesn't want that. He wants no, to, he likes his job. That's the whole thing. Don't try feel, to change him. He makes Cameron Diaz Don't you change cry him. in a restaurant. He does. Crocodile tears. And she's like, uh, and he's like, you know, I, uh, my job is never good enough. I'm never good enough. And she's like, no, I'm sorry. I just, yeah, you know, my nice dad needs help. And she's like, whatever. And he's like berating her. And it's like, just because yeah, I'm trying to get top. you a better job. He could have said, honestly, it was in front of somebody else and she in public. Even, yeah. She, he, in reality, he would have said, right, we're going to talk about this. I'm pissed off. We're going to talk about this later. Yeah. And like, she's like, you only have to do this for six months. Which yeah. J-Rob's whole thing is, is like, okay, he only has to do it for six months, but then he, then he knows stability and happiness. Yeah, and he'll like it. And then he'll like it. it. Yeah. But she's saying it all weird, like, uh, Mulroons doesn't like being happy and having stability. Well, it's a wink to the audience, like, you know that that's not up his alley, even though we've not established that Who about him Who doesn't want stability and to have a nice job? But it's so funny, the only reason we know this is because Julia Roberts says it. That's true. They never show that that's what he likes or that's what his character's like. We don't know what his character is. This whole no. movie... He has no personality. No. The only personality traits he has are what are projected on him by other people. He's like this. He'll get, he'll react this way. Yeah. He feels like that. You never see it through him. Yep. It's just his reactions to other things. He's a he's a complete nobody yeah, person. Yeah, he's a doof. He's a bag of flour. He's what, a big what, bag of flour. What did you call the girl bag last week? Girl. Bag of flour girl. He's bag of flour guy. That's yeah. why I was hoping that was the right term. Yeah. yeah he's bag of flour guy. Yeah, he's totally for. bag he of flour no guy. He has no personality. He, yeah, he's like a wet mop. And even like his accent's like sort of southern, but not even enough to give it any character. He's just like, I don't know, I'm just kind of boring and this is how it talks. Yeah. He's just boring. That's exactly what Ugh, he's like. I hate him. He just is kind of like very introspective, but also somehow really sad. You know, I got this 90s haircut. I just part it in the middle, kind of push it over to the side. It sits on my forehead kind of nice. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. He's like, McCon- he's like, a, he's like, a, like a McConaughey cousin. He's McConaughey's cousin. A cousin. That's yeah. what he is. A yep. McConaughey cousin. Like with, that went to college. Yep. Yeah, if, yeah. If he had a cousin that went to college, it would be this guy, basically. But as, the, as J-Rob is trying to break them up, the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, these people do not like each other. Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz and Bag of Flower Guy. In the Mulroons. They seem they to. They don't like each other because they don't have the same life goals. But they, no, they're fine unless Julia Roberts is no. interfering. They're fine. Because she's like, hey, I want to give you this job at my dad's company because he's offering it to me. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm sacrificing going to college yeah. and blah, 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 blah. So no, the least that point. you can do is. That's never resolved either. Yeah. And then he says, oh, well, fuck you. I got goals, too. I want to be a sports writer for these college teams. I like this. And yeah. I like mediocrity. And I want you to quit college and be mediocre with me. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be mediocre. It's just what he well, likes. Well, I mean, do the thing that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. But at some point, you, you know, hanging out in Oklahoma City. Oh, no. I get it. But, I mean, it's not like, like I said, it, why is it better for him to have some shit job there that he, that he doesn't like? Just to, it doesn't matter. They don't. Yeah. They don't have the same life goals. No, you're right. She does not right. want to be married to a middle of the road 
college sports writer, and he doesn't she... want to have some high-rise job at the White Sox. It feels like she doesn't give a shit what his job is. She just doesn't want to go around with him. She doesn't want to travel everywhere. That's, that's what it is. She, I don't she... think she cares what he does. I don't no. think she thinks. That's. I mean, she never like. She looks even down says, on what "I would does. never tell him what to do." Yeah, I think she's very nice like yeah. that. Anyway, but because yeah. all she wants is she doesn't want to travel because she wants to be closer to her family. Yeah, that's all she says. So Julia Roberts is like freaking the fuck out, and she calls George, and she's or the gay guy Rupert Everett, and she's like, "Oh, I don't know what to do. This girl's formidable. She doesn't break. They always like you know their bond never seems to be broken." It's like, "Well, yeah, no shit. She's a twenty-year-old girl who will do anything for this twenty-eight-year-old '90s hunk." I guess if he's a hunk, <laughs> loosely, yeah, very loosely used that. But term. I mean, she's twenty. Yeah. I can't, every 20-year-old girl that I've ever known, any boyfriend that they have, they're just like, oh, whatever you need, I don't care, I'll do, I'll, yeah, sure, you want me to watch you play video games for six hours? Sounds great. Yeah. That's every 20-year-old girl, which, by the way, if you don't want to watch video games, don't watch video games. Okay. Go tell your boyfriend, listen, you have a great time, I've watched you for three hours, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> yes. It's it's okay to it's okay to leave and go to. You realize the irony of saying this as you do a podcast with your boyfriend about a Julia Roberts movie. Listen, we have fun. You you realize the irony. I don't that like comes these at all, and <laughs> they last saying. an hour forty five. Get the irony though, right? Yeah, but you okay, know what? You volunteer to do this. Oh, I know. I have fun doing it. I'm not yeah, saying I don't. I don't but... have fun watching video games. Well. You should work harder at it like I do to watch my best friend's wedding and not want to blow my goddamn brains out all over the wall. No. <laughs> so what's funny, so what's his name? The Mulroons gives Julia Roberts the wedding band for yeah. Cameron Diaz because he doesn't trust his little brother yeah, with his it. his little brother's the best man. He's a jerk off. Yeah, he's and like he's 16. like, I don't trust whatever. He's doing helium with the balloons. You know, and then he an tells her to open it and yeah. look at it, which yeah. is weird. I didn't think so. He was getting her opinion on it, I thought. He makes her open it, and he's like, open it. But the only thing I thought was weird was, like, how he said it. Yeah. Because he was like, open it. Like, it was for her. Like, it was going to be a surprise. Like, oh, JK, I broke off my wedding with Cameron. Yeah, now tell, you and I are going to oh, get married. Oh, I get it. To tell like, her to open he's it. He's like, like, open it. Yeah, if I, honestly, but if I had, like, a woman that I hung out with, and I had, you know, I bought you a ring, I would say, hey, do you think she'll like, I would, I would ask an opinion. No, but you'd open it, you'd be like, hey, what do you think? Yeah, I'd take it out. You wouldn't be, like, all weird and be like, open it. Open it. And, yeah, that was, that was weird. (laughs) That was really weird. Yeah, they had to make that, well, they had to make that, like, this is what it would be like if he was actually doing it Yeah, so she, she opens it, and it was funny, because he's like, do you think she'll like it? And I, the whole time, I just kept thinking, what a great opportunity for her to, her to be like, yes, I would also like this. Yes. and yeah. I've been meaning to talk to you about something. In literally every scene, there's a time. There's always an opportunity. She could just come clean and be a decent person. But she doesn't like to talk about her feelings. No, she just passes up her opportunity to be a half-decent human being in every op- at every yeah. crossing. She's terrible. Rupert Everett is lurking in the back of the store. This is Gay Mulrooney. Yeah, Gay okay. Mulrooney. <laughs> Gay Mulrooney. Okay. Rupert Everett is uh, lurking because, what's his name, Mulroons is getting sized up for his tux. Oh, this is her battling mess here. And he's like, "Uh, excuse me, who's this guy? She's like, oh, that's my friend George. And he's like, why is he here? Yeah. 
what the fuck do you care? You're getting married, pal. Like, well, I think it was a weird thing because he was like hiding off to the side. He like fell down with the mannequin and got back yeah, up but, and was like looking at them and looking away. It was really like, who the hell is that? But he was all, because she's like, oh, my friend George. I've told you about my friend George. Yeah, and yeah. He's like, why? Why is he here? It's like. Yeah, he was clearly jealous of Julia yeah. Roberts, too. That's what I mean. He was a douche, too. Cameron Diaz is the only decent person in She's this movie. She's so nice. And the gay guy. Those are the only people in this movie that are my favorite part guy. of My favorite part of the whole movie is that uh, Julie Roberts says that Rupert Everett flew in for a few hours just to fuck her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... Which is not true. What the hell is happening here? The thing that pissed me off is obviously now they're going to pretend this is the, 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 yeah, yeah. the fuck her thing. This is because... Oh. This is yeah. the beard plot. Where yeah. Julia Roberts is now pretending her gay friend, who looks just like the other guy, is her boyfriend. Yeah. Which is... And th- th- Beyonce. This pissed me off because this was 42 minutes into the movie. It took them 42 minutes to get to the gay beard plot. Get yeah. the fuck you movie. Yeah. Go to hell, you bastard. Are you kidding me? Get that shit. 25 minutes. Let's go with the gay yep. beard thing. Let's move it along. Yep. That should have been her first... Idea. Yeah. Her first idea. Yes. After the karaoke bar, it's like, okay, there's bring no in the, break in this bitch. I'm bringing in the big guns. Just say, bringing in the big guns, bringing in the gay George, looks just like get him. out here. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> you and me is getting married. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that it's uh, it's so weird because now we're at that iconic scene. Can we talk about the sing-along? That's what we're doing. That, can we talk about it? Now we're at the iconic scene. into the sing-along? Where they're at weird breakfast... Because apparently it's like some weird four-day like ceremony where you oh, have yeah. to hang out with the whole family all at, the time, every, all meals every fucking are spent day. Together. Yeah. So they're at like a weird breakfast or whatever in Chicago, and everyone in the family, we are in the middle of getting through a wedding. All right, mm-hmm. we're in the home fucking stretch. Yeah. Eyes on the prize. We have spent so much fucking money on this. I just want to get this over with. I'm tired of dealing with it. And they're like. Oh, you guys are engaged. This is when this is great. Both families are entranced by by Gay Mulrooney. They're both by Gay Mulrooney entranced by by. Well, Rupert he's Everett. very charming. He is, but they're and like he's sassy. They've that's what I mean. They all like him because of but it's old just, white rich people love sassy. And they start the sing along, and it turns into the birdcage, and we're like, "What the fuck are we watching?" Yeah. which is a much better movie. Again, I don't remind don't remind us of a better movie while we're yeah, watching a I shitty love the movie. Cage. And that's I want to watch do. the birdcage now. I would much. I'd watch the birdcage every day for the rest of my life before I'd watch this ever again. When the schnecken beckons. Oh God, this is awful. They sing. I say a little prayer for you. And they don't just sing like one verse nope, and then the chord. They sing the whole song. Restaurant staff, lobster mascot, everybody's in it. And even up your butt, Joe Boo guy. Yes, the guy from Harris from Major League. Yeah. Who says up your butt, Joe Boo, and has all like the Vaseline he's and the Vagisil all over him, and he greases up the ball. He's singing. I say a little prayer for you. Everyone is. The whole restaurant is. It's a I giant really restaurant. I really wanted him to sing. Up your butt, Joe Boo. Yeah, and that would have been great. But at this point, it's like the whole movie has abandoned all story, plot, yeah. everything, and just devolved so into ev- this. And everyone is singing yeah. except for Julia Roberts and Dermot Mulrooney because he is staring at her yeah. with the hate of like a thousand have, whatever. Yeah, you have a charming fiance. Because oh my God, how dare he break out into song about how much he loves you? I love you that much. Gross. 
here's my question. When they were yeah. putting this movie together and when they were writing this movie, I feel like the writers were like, the whole theater will sing along. I really feel like that's what they were so? going. Absolutely. They'll be out of their seats. Please, if anyone out there listening saw this movie in the theater, tell me if people sang along with this shit, please. Because I feel like this is something that women would do in a movie theater. They would all right. start singing along. You've seen weirder things like that happen. Yeah. Not just women in general, but women who are going to see a Julia Roberts movie. I feel like they're, everyone's, their periods are going to sync up and it's going to come out. Boom. Everyone's now who's doing the once. gender thing? I did, did that on purpose. But <laughs> you it, son of a bitch. I, yeah. No, any man who saw this movie, who went to the theater, was long, like, had turned to dust by, the, by now. If you went to the theater, the second that th- sing-along started, their skin fell off of their body and their skeletons just turned to dust oh, in the chairs. Oh, that's awful. This is bad. So now we're, I guess Julia Roberts goes to the father-in-law's, so Cameron Diaz's dad's office, and she's trying to pick him up She's supposed to pick him up for the bachelor party. And then she goes and sneaks into his office and opens up the email. Yeah, opens up his email and sends an email to Mulrooney's boss. Yeah, so she sends an, I wasn't 100% on what the hell happened here. I don't know if it's because my eyes glazed over. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because the writing was so good that it completely eluded me. I think I got it. Okay, I please explain it. it to me because I feel okay. like I feel like I don't understand. He is the father-in-law, future father-in-law, is a powerful owner of a major league baseball team. These are hugely yes. powerful billionaires. So, and a major media company also, because it's they're yeah. trying. They tried to do like it was the White Sox, but they tried to do like the Cubs with the Tribune. Like that's what they were trying to do. So he's a majorly, major powerly, majorly powerful figure. So what he's trying, she's trying to do is make believe it's an email from this majorly powerful guy to the editor of the magazine that Mel Rooney works for. And it's saying, hey, can you do me a favor here? This is my future son-in-law. He doesn't want to leave your paper, your fucking thing. But, you know, I'll look at it as you doing me a solid if you could shit can him for me so he's available for me to hire. That's what he's doing. Okay. I'm a powerful guy, a guy you would want to owe you a favor. What right. do you say you help me out here? And okay. then it backfires on them, um, obviously, later Thank on. Thank you for mansplaining that to That's me. For man- no, that was just <laughs> explaining. If you can't figure something out, I don't think it's based on your gender. I'm kidding. I, I think just wanted to irritate you. God. I know. So... What's funny is that, thank you for that, seriously, because I really don't feel like I understood it at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was watching it and I'm like, okay, I don't think, I was like, I think I know what's going on, but then there's also... It was super vague. Everything she does is vague. Yeah. And it's vague and evil. It's, yeah. That's what's like, if it's going to be that evil, make it more clear. Right. So she doesn't send the email. She doesn't send it, but she saves it for later. And we find out later that the father-in-law just has, he's like to his secretary, hey, I'm off to the bachelor party. I have a couple of emails that are in my draft box. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been in there for a little bit. You know what? Can you just fire them off for me in a couple of hours? Yeah, he gets the secretary to send the saved emails. Which is weird. That's not a thing. No, people don't save drafts of it. Maybe they did back in the 90s. I don't know. But what is the advantage of sending it in the middle of the night? Or right before you left for work. Before you left work. I don't know which... Or like you could just send the emails tomorrow. I don't know if he was thinking that he was going to go back in them and, and type more. Well, or... because so they sent it. And then yeah. later on that evening, the Mulroons gets a letter really quick 
to the hotel. Yeah, it's a fax. It's a oh, fax. it was a fax. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, yeah, a fax okay. here. That's yeah, from it's from an editor. I must be. Yeah, telling, yeah. Tell me congratulations. Okay. Yeah. So he sees that the letter, and he's like, you know, because basically the boss is like, just wanted to let you know what you're getting, what you're marrying yeah. into. Yeah, and sent him a copy of the and email, said, which was admirable like, of that was the a, boss to do. That was a cool move. Hey, yeah. dude, not trying to be a dick, but your fa- your girl's family's fucking nuts. Here's this letter. This that's email, a nice. So. That's looking out for a something buddy. I would want to know. Yeah. yeah, it was good of him. So he calls Cameron Diaz, and he's all pissed off and whatever. J-Rob is stress smoking in the hallway of oh, the hotel. Yeah. And we see my, my my main man, Paul Giamatti. As the bellboy. Yeah, this yeah. is like right before Paul Giamatti yeah. started becoming like a star. Because this yeah. is, he's literally in one scene and he's a bellboy. Yeah. He's a bellman who's like, it's okay, you can smoke your cigarette. And they talk for two seconds, then he moves on. So he's, it's like a, you know, he's like a barely over an extra. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's really interesting. So she's stress smoking and confiding in Giamatti, all right? And she's like, I'm a horrible person. I've done these horrible things to these people that are really honest people and whatever. Mulroons comes back out. Oh, sorry, hold on. So she basically tells Giamatti, I'm a horrible person. I, I've been doing these horrible things to these two honest people. I'm such an asshole. Oh, my God. And he says to her, my grandmother always said, this too shall pass. Literally, everyone's grandmother yeah, said that. And actually, the Bible said that. I don't know anything about that, but it was a pointless scene, basically. The whole thing was pointless. Like most of this movie, a complete waste of time. No, it wasn't. It was wonderful. Yeah, it, was it was terrible. Magical. Um, so then Mulroons comes out and he's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're here. I would never be able to go through any of this without you. Yeah, this tells her the wedding's whatever. off. Tells her that the wedding's off. The wedding is off and back on three times a day, by the way. This is a giant, like I said, a giant affair of catering. It is like having an ocean liner. You can't just but turn it around talk, and whip it back they and only, forth. It's only on and off between the two of them. That's what I mean. They don't tell anybody else. No, everybody else. It's all, But yeah. it, it happens so often, they, they couldn't tell anyone else <gasps> because it would be like... Oh, dude, we forgot to talk about this. The ring. Yeah. The ring being stuck. He... She so she tried on the ring. Yes, because she's a weirdo. Because she's supposed to be holding it, as we mentioned. Right. So she's holding it. She tried on the wedding band just because she's a weirdo and wanted to see what it would look like. Yeah, she's just like, hey, what if I was getting married? Yeah, to to Dermot Mulroney. To the Mulroons. So he's like, hey, do you know where that ring is? And she's like, oh, I tried it on. Now it's stuck on my finger, which it did not look stuck at all. No, she could have. And then he takes it off with his mouth. He just puts, he takes her her hand into his mouth like he's a cannibal. She just had his hand, her hand on the fucking carpet of a hotel. Yeah, and the hallway floor. He puts it in his mouth and comes out with the ring in his mouth and spits it into his hand. It is disgusting. It's huh. absolutely horrifying. No. It looks like some sort of prostitute like trick to show their their oral sex proficiency. It's the weirdest Ew. thing I've ever seen. Well, that's what it looks like, though. It really does. Yuck. Like, look what I can do. And then some drunken shriner would be like, I'll give you $50. Yeah. And that's what I feel like. So, according to J-Rob, the wedding is off. And Dermot Mulrooney writes her some like telegram in the morning that's like, Hey, I went to the brunch. I know I said I wasn't going to go to the brunch, but I went to the brunch. Because he's an indecisive weirdo. 
Oh, yeah. Neither they change their minds back yeah. and forth. Really, he changed. Cameron Diaz never changes her mind. No, he she's... changes his mind ten times. Yeah. She's uh, full bore. So, J-Rab's pissed. She goes to the brunch, and she's like, hey, what the hell? And he's like, well, and this is a fair point. He's like, I figured that I should confront these people and be like, hey, what the hell? Which I was like, yeah, that's a good thing to do. You should say, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you trying to fire me from my job so I can hire, you know, you can hire me here? Yeah. And so then now it's like J-Rob's like this weird messenger between the two. Between Cameron Diaz and Mulroney. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, hey, can you go check to make sure that Cameron Diaz is okay? And then she's like, yeah. And then so she goes over there. Julia Roberts is Yeah, like, J-Rob's yeah. like, yeah. And then so she goes over there. And then Cameron's like, oh, I love him. And I want to be with him. And J-Rob's like, well, you're a creme brulee. He wants jello. Yeah, <laughs> that which whole, was a weird analogy. That whole analogy was weird. And she, but somehow she thought that that was her being good with food. I was I like, why she the just, fuck would you, why would you call yourself Jell-O? Well, she tried another analogy, and then she tried the, she's like, I'm not good with that. I'll try a food analogy. And then she went into a food analogy. It but was then just she, stupid. She insulted herself by calling herself Jell-O. Creme brulee is fucking no, superior said, to Jell-O. Yes, I realize that. But I think she was just going with different. She was saying, and he wants Jell-O. And she's like, well, I can be Jell-O. I think she like, was, you'll never be Jell-O. I think she was trying to say that she's not, it's not your fault. You're wonderful. But he want your creme brulee, but I don't think he wants creme brulee right now. This is his fault. He's trying. She's trying to let Cameron Diaz down easy, so Cameron Diaz won't fight for him. I always want creme brulee. Never gonna let go of the creme brulee. Never mind analogies. <laughs> Moving on. So they're going back and forth. She says, "Please tell him that I want to marry him. I love him." And then Dermot Mulroney is like. Ask her if she'll still marry me. Yeah, they get together. Whatever. They get back yeah. together. But this is when J-Rob admits to Mulroons that she's in love with him. And yes, please finally. pick me, choose me. Yes. Plants finally. one on him. Finally. Finally. I don't want her to kiss him. No, but she finally says it. She just yeah, goes through it was, the movie just it was, wrecking things yeah. and instead she finally does the thing she should have done an hour and 40 minutes ago in this yeah. goddamn piece of shit movie and she tells him what the fuck she means for yeah once so she plants one on him and, and then cameron diaz sees and now we have the other iconic scene where they're chasing each other destroys his life with one big giant julia roberts yeah. mouth kiss well what i don't understand is that okay he's Chasing after Cameron Diaz almost immediately. He's like, oh no. Oh, he runs right yeah. away. Wait, so he no. runs and he just whatever. She's chasing him. Julia, uh, Julia Roberts, Roberts is chasing, chasing Dermot Mulrooney. And she's like, Michael, Michael. Cameron Diaz takes off in the car. Mulroons takes off in a car. J-Rab takes off in a bread truck. She steals a bread truck she from She steals catering. a bread truck. One of the catering things, yeah. He has no little to no interest in what J-Rob's got going on. No, doesn't care. No, all. doesn't care. So, she should notice, oh, he has not slowed down at all because I'm calling him. Yeah. He's not giving up on chasing her. He's committed to chasing her. I will just wait and see what happens, see how it all shakes out, and hopefully yeah. he'll call me. Well, I think she's trying to fix it at that point. From the point she starts yeah. chasing him, she's trying to fix it. She's trying to, A, apologize, and B, fix what she just completely fucked up. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where she does all this shit for the whole movie, and then as soon as she says what she means, yeah. she knows that it's not, she knows that it's, 
insane to be saying yeah. this right now because it's like literally two hours before the wedding when she decides to do this. That's the other thing. It's They're getting ready for the wedding. Yeah, the wedding's at 6 o'clock. And it's, they're standing in like the gazebo they're supposed to be married in also. Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing. Traumatic. Yeah, incredibly creepy. So they're at the train station. They meet up. So it's J-Rob and Jamal Runes are at the train station. Looking for Diaz. We're looking for Cameron Diaz. We find out that's where he proposed to her. Yeah, romantic. And it was... It was hilarious because he says, this is where I proposed. Yeah. And then he's like, I just, I just suddenly, I just all of a sudden said, marry me. Marry me. Yeah. And she all of a sudden said, yes. Yeah. At that point, it's not all of a sudden. No, At it's... that point, she's being courteous. <laughs> you and can she's answer, yeah. Responding to your question in a timely yeah, manner. Yeah, yeah. You're having a conversation at that point. That's it's not what that is. she all of a sudden said yes. No, out of nowhere. Just, we were eating breakfast one Love day. Field. And she just said yes. And I said, what? I didn't ask you anything. I asked you to marry me three months ago. And you're that? finally answering All right, well, it. let's get it on then. <laughs> the, the car chase, though, they're all driving in like downtown traffic. Just but there's zip, no cars. Zip, there was cars. They're zipping in and out of traffic. Okay, sorry. I'm from Chicago, and okay, there's way there more might not cars have been there as during rush hour. Traffic as in the regular rush hour, but there's a ton of traffic that they're driving in an unsafe manner around. Is what I'm getting. Yeah, at. it's very true. I um, just wanted to end in a fireball. <laughs> I was also kind of Twisted hoping for fucking that. Fucking metal. Everybody dies, and the movie's over five minutes early. I would have loved it. So the suddenly saying yes made me laugh, and then also that he said thanks for loving me that much. To, oh, yeah, because she tells on herself, and she's like, I was the one who sent that awful yeah. email to you, to your yeah. boss. And he thanks her for loving him that much. Yeah, he's very understanding. What? He has no personality, though, so I don't even know if this care. is out of character for him. Oh, yeah. Because he has we no character. We completely forgot to talk about the time that they had, like, a really weird romantic time on the boat. They went on oh, the Wendella yeah. tour, and they were, like, on the Wendella tour on the Chicago River... And they were like fucking dancing and singing Frank Sinatra to each other. Yeah, they were like slow dancing and they had a big thing about if, you know, if you got to say something, if you feel something and then or the moment's going to pass and it never happens again and then a moment oh, passes kill and me. blah, blah, blah. It's awful. I'm yeah. telling you, this movie is tremendously painful. So Julia Roberts calls over to, I guess, the party, Cameron Diaz's like family and she's like, hey... Has Cameron Diaz called you guys at all and told you where she was going? Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, but she's probably, you know, at the baseball field, I guess. Yeah, she's at Comiskey. Yeah, so she's at the baseball field. Julie Roberts goes into an incredibly clean bathroom. Oh, yeah. For a for baseball a field. Mid, mid-game, too. Yeah. There's been people pissing in there and everything else for the last four, you know, last two and a half hours, and there's no... Yeah. It looks very clean. I just so, assume ladies' rooms are clean. Not, not really at a baseball field. Huh, okay. They Learned are, but they new. aren't, especially not the dirty white socks. <laughs> okay. Yuck. Um, I'm a Cubs fan. I'm allowed to say that. Yes. So, you mentioned that. I know. I'm a Cubs fan. Leave me alone. Are you now? Yeah. Who do you like again? The World Series champions. Oh. They finally did it. Yes. J-Rob calls out for Cameron Diaz in the bathroom. She's like, I know you're in here. And finally, we see Cameron Diaz means fucking business. And she's like, hey, you, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You got big hair. For the first time for in the, the whole movie. For the first time, she stands up for herself. Yes. She's like, you got big hair, and you tried to take my man, and blah, blah, blah. 
and all the women in the bathroom are like all crowded around and one they're lady, forming a circle. One lady yells cat fight. One lady actually yeah, yells. Yeah, they start they start shoving each cat other. Cat fight. Yeah. But and they, they all, all gather started around. like circling around and like they turned on J Rob. Oh which yeah. Which is weird because normally people would not give two flying fucks. They'd just be like, oh, I don't know. There's a very that's their problem. I don't want to get involved. These people yeah. can fight, and I'm yeah. not going to be involved in this. We're in the I've, bathroom. Yeah. I, don't, I just want to <laughs> yeah. do my business and get <laughs> the hell out of here. There should be no extended conversations no. in the bathroom. Beyond the sentence, oh, God, call an ambulance, or can you please spare a square? No, there no. should be no talking These women in the would bathroom. Have bolted out of there as soon as possible, got back to their seat, and said, holy shit, you, wouldn't have been, no, you won't believe what was going on in the bathroom. Yeah. These two chicks were fighting in there. Yeah, it was crazy. Exactly. Ooh, did we score any runs while I was gone? <laughs> That's it. Who cares? It's yeah. people in the bathroom that you don't know. And there's 40,000 people there. It's not like there's five people you might no, know. No, they were heavily invested in what happened. Strangers. They were like, uh uh-uh, uh, J Rob, you don't oh, yeah. try to steal her man. And then J Rob is like, I hate that when they like, have extras be too interested in something that they shouldn't be interested in. And then J Rob's like, Yeah, I kissed him. Yeah, I tried to steal him, but I lost. And then everyone's all of a sudden like, Oh, all right, well, I like her now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she so, still sucks. It was terrible. She still sucks. She's still a, the, a mo- an evil, awful person yeah. in this movie. And then she's like, All right, Cameron Diaz, let's get in the car and let's take you to the wedding. Which it's like, Cameron Diaz is like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you not see that I was driving like a fucking maniac all the way here? I have a car. Yeah, yeah. I don't need your bread truck. I'm fine. You're fine, yeah. I'll figure out a way to get over there. My dad's a billionaire, And when she went in the train station, she left the bread truck in the middle of traffic, remember? So, I mean, I can't really go get back in there. Um, So they decide that they're going to get married. The Mulroons and Cameron Diaz. They go through with the whole deal. I have a question for you. What's that? The veiling, the unveiling. Yeah, I don't know how this works. Oh. Oh, we discussed this. No. I don't care. All right, so fine. So the dad lifts up the veil a little bit, kisses Cameron Diaz on the mouth, which I found very unsettling. Yeah, that was weird. Put the veil back down, kiss the dad on the cheek. That's not a problem. Yeah. You can kiss your dad on the cheek. Sure. That's okay. Dad can kiss you on the cheek. No mouth. No, no we need don't for need that. that at all. No, no, no. Not no. At all. Don't care how much you love each other. Yeah. Cheat. So yeah, then More he puts the veil back down. Puts the veil back down. I thought that the dad was supposed to like, haha, I present to you this woman's face. And I've face. unveiled her now. I don't know if it's that or at the end of it when you say you may kiss the bride, nah. then you pick the veil up and you kiss her. I thought I don't that's know. how it I worked. thought it was before. I thought that no. they get the veil. I thought that they pop that bad boy off before they start talking to the priest. No, I think you pop it off when you do the kiss. I think that's what it is. Like, boom, now I got you. Pow. (laughs) Lift it up, kiss you. Pow. I think that's what it is. I love the boom, now I got you. Boom, got you. It's like a net comes down. Ha! (laughs) Gotcha. That's what happens at the wedding, right? Well, the net is coming off. That's what I mean. Well, it's metaphorical. So now they're at the at the part. So now we go to the party. Yeah, the little here's so now the, we're at the reception. Up. All right. So this reception is fucking weird. Number one, I don't know why Julia Roberts still had to be the maid of honor. Well, I could see as she was trying to be friends with them all at the end. She got them back together. They wanted her. Don't no, care. no, I get that. Once they leave, as we discussed this the whole time. Once oh, the couple that leaves, me. the couple leaves. Now at a wedding, when the couple leaves at the reception, people still hang out and party. Yeah. 
but she didn't need to. She doesn't know anybody there, really, no. besides his family, which has to be thinking she's a little nuts at this point because they know they what happened now. They should have been now. thinking that she was nuts The whole thing is whacked, yeah. So from the beginning, instead she hangs around at the party afterwards and like sits at a table by herself, like oh miserable, and calls uh, oh my god calls Gay Mulrooney up and and talks to him. My mom from the beginning would have been asking me, so your fiance invited Julia Roberts here? I'd be like yeah, they and she'd be like and they used to date, and I'd be like yeah, yeah. And she'd be anything that's a little bit weird. I have a I have a bunch of red flags going off. I can yeah. hear my mom saying that right now. Now these people are. The I have most... a bunch of red flags going off, and I'd the... be like. Mom, it's fine. These are like billionaire people who aren't judgmental at all. They're just nice, kind people. Like he found. Yeah, they a billi- don't expect anybody to like be he, shitty. You know, like he found a, a billion dollars at yeah, the they bus don't stop. Yeah, they hang out with the riffraff. And yeah. like he found a billion dollars at the bus stop, and he didn't crush the skulls <gasps> of people beneath him to get there. He's just a nice guy, just a sweet family. He's like Jack from Titanic. Who is? Mulroons. Yeah, kind of. But he's, yeah, I guess suppose. he's like a charming, like, yeah, whatever that everyone's all fascinated with. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why everybody likes him so much. Do they, though? I don't even know if they like him. They seem to like, they seem to like the beard better. They do like, they like Rupert Everett Rupert a Everett lot. Rupert Everett better. Yeah, they like him. So, J-Rob makes, so we have a speech from the little brother, a.k.a. the best man. Yeah. And then the we have that. a speech from fucking Julia Roberts, which was disturbing, because she's like, hey, I had a really weird dream, and I tried to break you guys up. It's like, hey, J-Rob, prob's not right now. Yeah, then she says Let's that she's not have this giving them, a, loaning them their song or whatever, which yeah. is creepy. She has the band play the song the that was, tonight. which was, I guess, Julia Roberts and Mulrooney's song. And she says, you guys don't have a song yet. You can borrow ours, which is creepy as you shit. You can have this one on loan. And it's like, hey, by the way, chick, that's not your song in the first place any fucking way. The, the fine thing I find, she's making a speech. Your speech is supposed to be about 30 seconds. You get it it's over with. about the couple. Everybody drinks. They go back to eating and talking. She not only has her 30 seconds, which is too, she even takes longer than that, but then she kicks it over to a four-minute song. Everyone's like, now i got to fucking pay attention to this. I was in the middle of a conversation when this started. That's over with, I suppose. Yeah, I guess you can continue your conversation. Who cares about the first dance? Again, ladies, stop making your fucking weddings everybody else's problem. Yeah, that's true. You they wouldn't have do. to have these problems. You wouldn't have to figure out what fucking song you needed. You wouldn't have to figure out... You, your bride's your maid of honor who tried to steal your boyfriend or husband or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't have had that issue Ugh. at all. No bread trucks would have been stolen. Everybody would have been much better off. Everybody would have been much better off. Justice of the peace. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Have a party later. And then you can be like, oh, hi, Julia Roberts. We already got married. So don't even try it. And then J-Rob would have been like, oh, damn. Good. Movie over. Great. Yeah, if the movie's over sooner, I'm behind that plan. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the couple leaves, uh, Mulroons and Cameron Diaz leave. Yeah. And then for some reason, everybody hangs around, which I found disturbing. Yeah, everyone does hang out, but she shouldn't have. I 100% would have left. Yes, but... I would have been walking out okay. the door with them. So then we get a creepy phone call from Rupert Everett to Julia Roberts. Apparently, Rupert Everett just has so much money that he can afford to fly back to Chicago. Yeah. And also, they have flights available. Just to make Julia Roberts. It's it's the special, they had a special New York to Chicago on United. It was just to make a a lady feel better. Maybe he just had a certain time every night. Because he's an editor. I don't know. Maybe. 
But anyway, so he shows up to the wedding and he's dancing and having a great time with J-Rob, I guess, to make her feel better. Julia Roberts is having a grand old time with her gay friend. Movie's over. Thank God. Mercifully, it comes to an end. I don't know if that was merciful. Well, the fact that it ended, it could have gone on for longer. I was angry. It was only an hour 45. I was angry during this movie. I was too, not was as much as others. There was a lot of parts that just just did not need to be. This was one of those movies where it was everything. It was just repetitive. It was. It started out, they set the plot up, and then it was the same scene over and over again. Julia yep. Roberts trying to break them up, them sort of getting in a fight. And coming. Yep. It was stupid. So like, it was one of these where you could kind of tune it yep. half out. It was less painful than some, as we'll tell by the Heigl meter if we want to do that soon here, because I don't know what you gave it, but I, you know. Well, funny that you bring up the Heigl meter. Let's go to the Heigl meter. Oh, it's Heigl meter time. It's Heigl meter time. Oh. So Heigl meter is on a scale out of zero Heigls to five Heigls. Five being the most punishing. Yes. Oh my God, I wish that I had this pen turned around so I could stab myself in the eye. Out of five Heigls, James, I give it four and a half. Four and a half Heigls, really? I'm going to go four and a half. Wow, yeah, I'm going to go back high. down to... No, because I gave last week seven high goals. Yeah, yeah, but that's an aberration. Four and a half half is still high. That's basically maximum pain, is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to say three high goals on this one. Three high goals. Three high goals. Because like I said, it was was very... Once you got the initial rage of this lady is an asshole and her character's a douchebag, once you got that out of the way, it's just the same bullshit over and over again. It's boring and it's annoying, but it's not... Nobody's dancing. There's no... They know. did musicals. They sang. They sang one thing, but nobody I run danced. For the bus, dude. They didn't dance. I'm giving it three. That was our week. That was my best friend's wedding. Ooh. Um, rate and review on iTunes if you would. Five stars if you like it. If not, don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, don't bother. Yeah. Uh, follow us on social media. We are at You Got Heigled on Twitter and Facebook. We're at Y O U G O T H E I G L D. James, want to hit him with yours? And uh, my social media, Matt Jimmy P, is funny. If you want to follow me and uh, James Petrogallo, good luck spelling that. You can find me on Facebook or whatever. Joy, uh, how about you? On Twitter, I am at Meh4. It's M E H H H H 4. That's M-E-4-H's, the number four. Do that. Follow her. She's funny. Not really. But anyway, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Do that. Thank you guys so much. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns